Hey, hi, hello. You're listening to Criminalist Behavior Podcast. As you can tell from the title, Heaven's Angel Baby Found a Dumpster, Episode 1, we will be talking about a Louisiana man and woman arrested in connection with a 30-year-old cold case involving an infant's death. If this is your first time listening, hi, my name is Sarah Soudier, and I'm your host for Criminalist Behavior Podcast. Thank you for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoy it. All right, so let's jump right on in. So it was on April 15th, 1992, a woman by the name of Inga Kayer went into labor for a beautiful baby girl. Inga was 19 years old at the time with her husband and father of the child, Andrew Kayer. The two lived in Jefferson Parish around the time the baby was born. The baby was born in the early morning, and it was around three months premature. So I'm guessing that was about at least 37 weeks, right? It is believed that a couple murdered the baby by smothering it and wrapping it in a towel and then placing it in a garbage bag. The couple then drove from Louisiana, crossed the state lines to Picayune, Mississippi. They discarded the remains behind a local pizzeria named Mr. Gaddy's Pizza. The motive for the murder of the newborn baby girl by Inga and Andrew in 1992 is not clear from the variable sources I looked up. A Picayune farmer that was digging through the local pizzeria's dumpster came across the garbage bag with the newborn baby inside. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? First off, why are you digging in a dumpster? I mean, I get to feed your animal scraps, but I think it's just weird. So, once the farmer found the garbage bag with the baby inside, his immediate response was, I moved the towel and said, oh my God, that's a little doll, he told Eyewitness News back in 1992. Then he said, wait, that's not a doll. That's a human flesh. And it turned him sick. He said he got out, got in his truck, drove to his house, and called authorities right away. Investigators determined that the baby was in the dumpster for about 10 hours before being found. Detectives suspected that she may have come from the Gretna or Marrero area based on the evidence found inside the bag with her. So the mom and dad placed this child in a towel, apparently wrapped it up in other miscellaneous garbage, put it in a trash bag, and then drove to Picayune, Mississippi to drop this baby in a freaking dumpster in a local pizzeria. Like, how senseless can you be? Just crazy. According to the Picayune police, it was police chief Freddie Drenning that was in charge of the case back in 1992. He said they kept running to dead ends, stating that, like, they couldn't even figure out who the child belonged to, who placed the child in the dumpster, any other information other than that it came from the Gretna or Marrero area. When an autopsy was done on the baby, police say that it was determined that she died three weeks premature and lived a few minutes before she was being smothered. The cause of death was determined to be perinatal asphyxia 
because of smothering and the case was classified as a homicide so that baby was alive and breathing not sure if they smothered it prior to wrapping it in a towel and then placing it in a garbage bag with miscellaneous trash or if they just placed the baby alive in a trash can either way freaking sick it was disturbing dna was taken from the baby and they preserved it as evidence the trash that was found in that garbage bag with the baby led the detectives to the West Bank in Jefferson Parish of Louisiana. They never came close to catching the baby's killers for 30 years. This case went unsolved for 30 years. Picayune Police Department reopened the case back in 2021. So that was literally, y'all, three years ago. So, I'm going to go with the evidence that was found in the bag with the baby. Three West Bank editions of the Times-Picayune newspaper dated March 19th, April 14th, and April 15th. Random papers, candy wrappers, and a possible torn page from a magazine. Like, how senseless can you be? Why would you just toss that baby around like it's just plain old trash? Like, do you not have any type of feelings whatsoever for any freaking human? Especially a baby? A baby didn't ask to be born into this world. Seriously, what is the issue here? The baby was born... I'm sorry. The baby was buried at Lee's Chapel Baptist Church in Picayune with a grave headstone marked Heaven's Angel. So that's where I got the title for the episode. Because the baby's headstone read heaven's angel and it said april 15 1992 to april 15 1992 because like i said before the baby was born early that morning and dropped off in that dumpster later that night authorities reckon that it was like 10 hours prior to them finding the baby so born and died on the same day the casket was light pink in color covered in a bouquet assorted of pink roses and ironically baby breath flowers you know those little white flowers that you find at mostly any floral arrangement if anybody ever received roses or any other floral arrangement those are those little white flowers that are included with the main flower it's just to add definition so the people who held the funeral sang a beautiful melody prior to lowering the small casket into the ground the case went cold, like I said, for 30 years, with no known link to baby Jane Doe's parents or what happened to baby Doe. At this time, the baby didn't even have a name. Like I said, nobody knew who the parents were, any other information other than what was found with the baby in the trash bag. So a detective was curious about a box that she found in the evidence room that she came across. Um, the evidence clerk reminded her that the newborn girl whose body had been found in a garbage bag that was tossed into a dumpster back in April 15, 1992, and reminded the detective that the autopsy determined the infant had been smothered, but they were unable to find their killer. 
And then the uh, the detective, who was Detective Johnson, said that she was going to have to do that case next. She made it adamant that she was going to do that case next. So the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations offered to assist in the case by using a grant that covered forensic genetic genealogy testing from the evidence that was collected from 30 years ago. So they did the damn thing. They saved all that evidence and preserved it. So when this case was reopened, they were able to use that evidence and try to compare it to any other information that they received regarding the case, any other leads, anything to that nature. According to Special Agent Crystal Groom with Mississippi Bureau of Investigations and Captain Rhonda Johnson with the Picayune Police Department, they used the unidentified baby's DNA to prove that the Cayers were her parents. Police built a DNA profile with hundreds and hundreds of markers through genealogical databases to piece the baby Jane Doe's family tree. Fingerprints that was found on the garbage that was inside the bag with the baby was preserved as evidence 30 years ago. That evidence was then sent to Ortham Labs in Woodlands, Texas, where they were able to identify who killed the baby just minutes after she was born. The Ortham Labs specializes in identifying victims and perpetrators by using DNA from crime scenes, said Kristen Middleton. The company's chief development officer, Ortham Analysis, created a DNA profile for the baby that genetic genealogists used to place the baby in a family tree and identify its relatives. They were able to link that baby to the grandparents that were living in Louisiana. Can you imagine Mama and Papa, y'all? They were linked to that baby who probably didn't even know that it existed. No one even knows any other information regarding this baby. Did they even care? Like, there's so many unanswered questions. So many. So, Inga Kyrer of Avondale was finally arrested in Jefferson Parish on February 28th. She was booked as a fugitive at a Picayune, Mississippi. Andrew Kyrer of River Ridge was arrested on March 9th in Galliano. Both were booked into Jefferson Parish Correctional Center, and the couple were divorced at the time they were arrested, but they were married and together when the baby was born. 30 years. They finally caught this baby's killers. Finally. Finally. Like, you just tossed this baby like it was trash. That's in freaking sane. Inga's Kyer's defense attorney named Paul Fleming stated that Inga was innocent of the murder as defense, according to Paul Fleming, was she believed the child was a stillborn. A stillborn. So if you believe the child was a stillborn, why not go to the freaking hospital? Why would you just toss that baby in a freaking bag and just dispose of it like it's freaking... Again, trash. I cannot grasp the concept that you just tossed this baby like it was trash. Fucking disturbing. Opening statement made in the courtroom from this lovely, lovely, and when I say lovely, I mean sarcastically, lovely, trifling ass Inga 
was there is evidence to show that my client believed the child was a stillborn, which would not be a newborn or a baby or infant, and that would not be a crime either. What we have determined so far would tend to exonerate our client. We don't think she had any guilty knowledge of this incident that happened more than 30 years ago. <laughs> really? You don't have any freaking guilty? <laughs> really? So, you think it's okay that you just wrap this baby up in a towel, toss it in a trash bag with <laughs> random freaking wrappers, newspapers, a freaking Skittles, candy wrapper? Like, seriously? Yeah, no, you don't have any known. No known. Not at all. You didn't do anything wrong there. Okay. Andrew Kyer's defense attorney, Cecilia Capel and Zachary Aurela, could not be reached for comment. I do apologize if I am mispronouncing these names because some of these are very foreign to me and I am doing my best. So please don't hate. <laughs> the bail was not set for Inga on her first-degree murder charge, as they stated, this is a difficult time for everybody, both sides, to handle because the evidence is very old. Yes, it's 30 years old, but the evidence was preserved, enough to link them to the grandparents of this infant to then trace it back to the mother and father who just tossed their baby away. Insane. In this case, some witnesses have died, and it's going to make it difficult for the prosecute and difficult for the defenders. Police signed affidavits on both Inga and Andrew on suspicion of desecration of a human being and warrants were signed by the judge. Both will be extradited to Mississippi. So, like, this case leaves with a lot of questions. Like, you think that you were innocent? Even if that baby was a stillborn, it deserved a proper burial. It didn't deserve to be tossed around in a freaking dumpster. It deserved to be seen. And like the autopsy stated, the baby was breathing. That baby was alive. How do you say that it's a stillborn? It was a freaking stillborn whenever you wrapped it in a damn towel, tossed it in a freaking goddamn garbage bag, and then tossed it in the damn dumpster. You think it's going to freaking survive? You made that journey. Knew what you was doing. If you didn't think that you did anything wrong, why make that journey from Louisiana to Picayune, Mississippi to toss it in a dumpster? Uh, yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Who would want to kill a precious baby? Who would want that? That baby, like I said before, did not ask to be born into this world. What is going on? So, I don't, I just don't understand like I said, why did you throw it with newspaper and garbage? So, another question I'm wondering is, did Inga and Andrew attend any appointments? Like, were there any doctors ever involved in this pregnancy? Did she know she was pregnant? Because, you know, they got those cases where people don't realize that they're pregnant, right? And then all of a sudden, boom, here's a kid. Either way... Like, if you thought it was a stillborn, that gives me knowledge thinking that, hey, look, <laughs> I knew I was pregnant. It didn't appear that the baby was breathing. Like, did you even freaking check for a pulse? Did you see if it had any type of respirations? No, you freaking didn't. So, y'all, if y'all 
want to comment or let me know of any questions or concerns, anything maybe you could add to the case or that I missed or maybe possibly messed up. Um, as far as pronunciation is concerned, let me know what you think by commenting or sending an email to criminalbehaviorpodcast at gmail.com. I definitely would like to know your intake on this. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, Wondery, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to come back next week for a discussion of murder of the former Saints player, Will Smith. Y'all, that one is a doozy. Until then, this is your host, Sarah Sudier, and don't forget to like, share, follow, or subscribe to Criminal Behavior Podcasts. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy your day.